In three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Juice Podcast. This is where we learn how ordinary people can turn the struggles and hardships of life and turn it into something amazing. I'm your host, Jose Peña, and today I'm with my co-host, Iman. Howdy. Glad to be back. <laughs> it is good to be back. And today for our guest will be Hannah. Hey, Hannah. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Oh, we're all so... good. We're all good. How's ECQ kicking in between the two of you? <laughs> uh, pretty much same old, same old, really. Just me at best. We are handling it as best we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I again, much aren't, aren't, don't we all? <laughs> yeah, don't we all? <laughs> Um, Hannah, uh, for yeah. everybody who don't know you, can you explain a, something about yourself or share a bit? Yeah. Interests, um, stuff you do, hobbies. Well, I'm... So you can call me Han. I will start with my nickname. And I'm currently studying BS Psychology at Central Philippine University. So I don't really have that Uh, many hobbies, I think. Hey, um, another psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another okay. psychologist. Well, not yet. Um, anyway, so <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> so, um, anyways, about my hobbies. Um, I really don't have that much hobbies because I think ECQ took a lot from me ever since lockdown. Um, yeah, it's fine. I want. I wanted to go out with my with my friends, do stuff, hang out, um, explore adventures, something like that. But you know, you can't do something like that when you're stuck, when you're stuck at home, right? So yep. basically, what I'm just doing is watching K drama, um, scrolling through Facebook, trying to make myself busy, exercise. So basically, hey. that's just it. Cooking. I also like cooking. Oh, you when, do cooking too? But yeah, I do. I do. I love cooking as much as I love oh. eating. It's just that I don't want to do dishes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure contradicting yourself, saying you have a few hobbies there, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think having so more than two hobbies is a lot, okay, for a lot of people. <laughs> It is a well, lot. I'm just good. I'm just realizing that now, actually. Yeah, don't don't think your hobbies are minuscule. As long as you're doing something productive and healthy for yourself, that's all good in my book. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes I tend I tend to minimize stuff when actually it's not that minimal. It's fine. Never settle for less. It's true. That's my that's my motto right now. Don't settle for less, whatever that may be. Never ever. Mm-hmm. Actually, oh. Iman also cooks, you know. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I do my fair share of cooking because What? let's just say out of like again out of my out of all of the let's just say people who are twenty below, I'm the only I'm the only guy who knows how to cook competently. So yeah, if my mm. parents really? are gone, I'm the I'm the only guy responsible for cooking. So basically, because I because co- I have the you're... patience to cook. <laughs> <laughs> I guess and you also passion, have the, the the patience to do the dishes. 
Eh, there's like six of us in a house, so it's not that uh, taxing. <laughs> it was oh, good for you. Iman. It's good for you. <laughs> you can just cook and let others do the dishes. Hmm. I mean, I usually just, uh, uh, like in my house, there's a rule. If one guy does something, another guy has to do something to make an, equili- to make an equilibrium of chores in the house. So what I usually That's do, since true. I'm the only one who can cook, I cook and I pass the dishes duty to my cousins because they also have to do something for the house. That's mm. not Again, it's productive. Yeah, it is, but that's my house. Um, if I guess there's really no rules established, but it's like the culture already that when someone cooks, they should also do their dishes. I see. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Eh. Cooking and cooking yeah, yeah, never, is, is never different from every household. That's respectable. Mm-hmm. And I just started to love cooking because I'm pretty much health conscious. Um, it started like three years ago, I guess. Because, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Why the sudden I'm, change? I don't know. I don't actually know what's the reason with that sudden change. It's just like one day I woke up and it kicks, it kicks in me. Oh my god, I need to start living healthy. Like mm. living healthy also starts with the food you eat, right? And yeah. and when you're the yeah, one cooking does. your food, you know, you know, you know what are the ingredients you're using, so you can mm. control. Mm. I see. I see. Oh, uh, one other follow-up question. Um, what kind of food do you love cooking? Like for me, I'm a big fan oh. of Indian food. I'm a big fan of American, Indian, Chinese food. That, those are my fave foods. I don't really do um, Indian, Western, something like that. Um, just normal, common Filipino foods. And I'm ah, okay. not into meat that much. I prefer oh, eating okay. vegetables, really. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I see. But, uh, no, Hannah, do yourself a favor, and if you can, like, if you want veggie food, the Indians can deliver, and they can oh, deliver. Yeah. You can. haven't lived, you haven't <laughs> lived until you tried biryani or oh, uh, vegetable curry. Man. Yeah, yeah, biryani or vegetable curry. Uh. You will ascend. You will ascend to the heavens. <laughs> really, I don't really know what biryani did you say? But, biryani. Um, it's a rice biryani. dish. Oh, but there's, vegetable there, curry sounds one. so good. Mm-hmm. There's one in Haro, I think, right? Uh, really? Indian restaurant, I, I think. Right, Iman? in Haro, exactly. I am not sure in Haro. I haven't really explored Haro that much when it comes to its cuisine. But for where mm-hmm. I'm at in Vilia, there's a good number of Indians here, and I know one restaurant that serves authentic biryani, uh, chicken authentic. biryani, yeah, authentic chicken biryani, uh, curry, and all that jazz. Mm. Growing in the Middle East will open your mind to these flavors. Like seriously, <laughs> like, like seriously, uh, most people put seasonings like like uh, three to five seasonings, right? The Indians yeah. should put 10 if they wanted to. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's a lot of like seasonings, my dude. Yeah, like cumin, Iman, all that jazz. It's really good, Iman trust me. Iman is starting to sound like he's a food critic or somewhat like a chef. I'm starting to forget that you're a diplomat. <laughs> you're a future hey. diplomat. But hey, as a diplomat, 
Yeah, <laughs> and uh, hey, hey, as a diplomat, food is a perfect tool for negotiation. It tells you a lot about the about the people's culture, and mm. you learn to appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Like especially me as a child, as a child of an expat, learning food from abroad really broadens up your idea to the to uh, the cultures of other people and how you begin to love their culture and for you to share culture back to them. Mm. Simple as that. That's true, actually. That's true. I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but enough of me. Let's mer- remain to the faint to the main focus of you, Hannah. So yeah, yeah, aside from food, what else what else do you find interests at? Like what inspires you? What yeah. inspires mm-hmm. me? In every day, yeah. Yeah, that, like, like why do you wake up in the morning? That's a very broad question. Like Yes. Well, why do I wake up in the morning? That's a vague question because no one really ever knows if they're gonna wake up in the morning, right? But oh, I'm just I'm just gonna divert. Why do we keep on going forward every time? Every every time we wake up in the morning. Well, actually, I find it mm, my family, I guess. Aside from myself. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay. Continue on. Yeah. <laughs> this is there has to be more to it. Like not to belittle your family, but still, there there's yeah. always something more. Well, I guess for myself, actually, not to sound like I'm not, I don't mean to sound like I'm being selfish, but I really have no it's other. It's never reason. selfish to think for yourself. Correct that, Hannah. It's never selfish <laughs> to think for yourself. Be confident oh about yourself. God. <laughs> be brave. Be brave to learn to say I, as in yourself. Yeah. I think I'm getting preached here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, naman, diba? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But um, but I just don't know how to interact with you because the words that you're telling me are exactly the words that I need to hear right now. So it's kind of like. <laughs> That I know, deep, but still, dude. yeah, yeah, but still, but still, hey, the same thing could be said earlier with your statement. JM was quite impressed by that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, please I'm really impressed. Um, okay, so what inspires me to go on? It's my goals, my goals in life, the perspectives that I have mm. right now, the pains that I experience, the struggles, the hardships, those are my inspiration. I mean, some people might look at their hardships and their struggles as a barricade or an obstacle mm-hmm. for their goals. Um, they're getting, they're getting unmotivated. They're getting, let's say, um, discouraged from going on because they're really, they're really stuck in those hardships. But for me, I'm taking those hardships into my stepping stones. I'm making them into my stepping stones. So that um, every day, I could I have something to look back to, like oh, this is this is how far I've already gone. So mm-hmm. why stop? Why stop? Why keep go? Why not just keep going? Because you know, um, those hardships will also teach you that there's more to come. If if there's some if there's something better there's always something worse so you you just have to accept 
to accept that and to learn from it thing like that so i'm not i'm not gonna let my hardships or my struggles or my pains or whatever that is that's not um so good to um to to stop me from from being aspiring or or mm. from reaching for for it to what i want in life that's it those lessons are meant those lessons are meant to make us stronger not the other way around yeah. as you know in the basic parts of schemes of life it's our, like the challenges we face is actually that like really motivates us to do some do more better to or be like better, to yeah. Im- yeah or to improve on something that oh i wish i should i should have done that or like oh man oh they like really made me like overthink like i really i i remember a quote um i read this mm-hmm. when i was in high school that hardships are there to prepare ordinary people for their or for their extraordinary destinies something like so i so no matter how how low i get in life so i always i always turn to god that god i know mm. you will not gonna give me challenge if you know that i'm not gonna make it or i'm not gonna so this is only your way of making you a better stronger wiser person so that i could be prepared i could be fully prepped for whatever awaits in me sure mm. like yeah religion is actually a good thing to to have right human i mean yeah i mean not necessarily religion but faith faith to do something faith. people yes, it is. yeah yeah people underestimate that like no matter what you believe in as long as you have faith to do something and you have that drive to do something that is never a negative that's always a plus this that's regardless of religion itself it's on belief itself mm. have faith on what you believe in no matter what it is and make sure you do what is right in the end of the day and besides it takes courage to do what you do hana yeah it takes a lot of spirit of courage and actually i remember what he said earlier i think it's you or ross who said it but um She does her research. Those, <laughs> those struggles or those hardships, they either make you or break you. So, so in those statement, in that statement, mm-hmm. I guess it's also our choice, right? If if those if those challenges, if we're gonna let those challenges make us or break us. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I- I'm. I'm yeah, choosing the it's, former it's, one, <laughs> not the latter. It's actually really true. Like, what what you think is what you are. Mm. That really like, it really stuck to me. Like, I think it was Jordan Peterson who said it, or some someone else. But yeah, what you think is what you are. And if you really wake up in the morning like feeling, oh man, I feel shitty today. If you wake up in the morning feeling like, oh shit, I don't feel so good today, and you're gonna you know feel what? Sh- you're gonna feel yeah. shitty for the rest of the day. Yes, exactly. That you have to that start is why it's like day, it, right? it, mm-hmm, it's you have to start your morning right, 
and you have to feel good in the morning. That's why people like when I see sometimes like, oh, oh no, I'm gonna be late for work. I'm gonna be. You're gonna feel that yeah. rush and that. The hustle comes in. The hustle the pressure, and your anxiety, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. You come to school or or to work, for example. You you're gonna have this feeling of, or your work will be very inconsistent. You know, you're feeling disoriented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that is why morning is the best part to recollect and to really say like, ah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. should feel good today. Um. So, I was wondering if you guys also experienced the same thing, like where you slept with a heavy heart, or like you were overthinking, and then the next day your mental state is also affected, like. Um, you woke up not feeling good because of those intrusive thoughts or those negative thoughts that you had the night before. I was wondering if, if I don't know if it's just me. That's why I'm it's asking everyone. if you also. It, <laughs> that's why I, I, I also have this question sometimes. How could we even start the day right if the moment we open our eyes, we, we already don't feel good? Mm. Like the fact that I mean, you're opening your eyes doesn't already feel good. Well, if you ask me, the best way to make sure, uh, the best way to encounter that day for me personally is to persevere on, to keep moving forward. Because here's the thing what ifs dr- uh, drilled into your brain is never good. Absolutely not good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's just say when I wake up in these kind of moments, I feel crap at night. I feel even crappier in the morning. But I still went on my day. For example, it's finals. It's understandable that people have these feelings. I take my test. I take my test, get done with it. Um, Still exhausted taking it. But after a few hours of recollection, I decided, wait a minute. Today wasn't that half bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, like here's the thing. Um, When regarding this kind of stuff, beating yourself up. Only you can beat yourself up that bad. But Ouch. without, yeah, yeah. But but with that same thing, I know. Yeah, like seriously, if you don't talk to anybody about it, you're just gonna beat yourself up about it. Like the more you feel bad, and the and the less you talk to people about it, the more you beat yourself up for mistakes that, in the grand scheme of things, is minuscule. So, in the end of the day, you have to carry very thick skin, because again. You don't want to be rude to others just because you are having a bad day. That doesn't justify any that doesn't justify any action you do. So the best thing you have to do is move on. Because there's only one direction you have to go. Really. It's it's not really a choice. It's more of a survival instinct. Again, um, for example, if a if a monkey is trapped, it usually tends to find a way out. And that kind of instinct is also passed on to us. So, use our instinct in order to persevere on. Because again, only we can beat up ourselves uh, to it, and only we can find solutions out of it. So, take take things step by step. Don't don't try to eat an entire feast. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. I really want to clap my hands right now because your answer was so phenomenal. <laughs> It really is. I'm not even sugarcoating things here. <laughs> yeah. You could do. You could. You could be. A, you could be a. You could be a guest in TEDx talks. 
<laughs> no, trust Imagine me, I am, I am no expert. I am no expert. That's the thing. I am no scholar. I am no scholar. I'm just a guy trying to go on forward. Mm-hmm. Um, well, aren't, we all, aren't we all trying yeah, to yeah. go forward? Yeah, yeah, here's the thing. I'm, here's the thing. I'm not one in a million with that, uh, with that resolve. It's just something we have to do, really. Mm. Like, That's true. again, being a stoic, being a stoic with this kind of stuff doesn't really mean you're emotionless. You just have to learn to control yourself. Controlling emotions, yeah. It all comes yeah. down to self-control matter. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mind yeah, over matter. That's why, if, that's why for me is every day, like going back to your question, like when I wake up, it's it's really important to overcome what you think. Even if, even though it's hard, yeah, it's yeah. it's gonna be challenge, but that's why it's called a challenge. And the one solution that I have come up with is. It's good to have a pen and paper when you wake up. As even yeah, yeah, like it's easier for me. For me in my world, it's easier for me to write it down and just to think about it and and just uh, endure it for the whole day. You know, because because sometimes when I do think about like. Especially like heartaches or you know like the troubles that I've gone through or the regrets that I've experienced. It's better for me to write it out and have a journal of like all these past experiences. And the one thing that the journal can really benefit from that is that you could learn from it as well. It's not. Yeah. It's just. It's not like. Book like oh uh, you can just put everything that you have thought about and put it inside, and if you don't, it will just bury down even more, and it will make make me especially overthink more. That's that's why I I always keep a journal at the ready just in case for those like emergencies and stuff. Because <laughs> to be honest, right now my journal is. It's really full of things that I, I should have done better, quote unquote. Because mm-hmm. the the life experiences yeah. that I have, like it's oh, so it's a good it's a good move. It will be a good movie. <laughs> you hey, can write. Still, you can still. make a movie out of it. I mean, then again, like it works for JM. It's his coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. My coping mechanism is playing games and more. And but my most important thing. Uh, way I do it is talking to people. Like it's just a case of a stranger because sometimes a stranger won't judge you because he has no idea who or what you are. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we do. And again, if you have that same kind of problem, just find just find your solace. Find something that you can find uh, to keep you busy at. So mm-hmm. some people watch TV, listen to music, play music. It's really up to you. The world is a massive canvas. Can I can I ask you something? Yes. Um. When you sure. said that that when you have when you're going through something and your coping mechanisms was playing games, does playing games really help? For me, yeah. Because mm-hmm. again, playing video games or any kind of game that's in a way competitive or not by nature. There's always that congrat, uh, no, that uh, congratulations when, when, whenever you do something. 
Like, oh, oh my god, I got three headshots in a row. I got an achievement on Steam. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. Like, like it's it's dopamine. It's it just feels good. Why do you play why do people play games or have fun? It's simple. It's our instinct to, to search for these things. It literally produces mm. dopamine. <laughs> That's good so, yeah, for you. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. But I also know someone. Probably GM has you have an idea who I'm about to talk um, who I'm gonna <laughs> talk to. Right. Um, okay. Um he likes playing games but then he doesn't feel good about it, but he still keeps on playing games because it's already implanted in his mind that playing games helps him act when actually it doesn't. So it's good for you that you you already found your purpose when playing games. You already you already found you already found the role of playing video games and what it make it and what it does to your life. But I don't know. The person I know is it's just like his being impulsive and his being assertive to some certain things that shouldn't even that should not even be like you you don't have to give you're, you don't have to waste your time on it. Something like that. Mm. Oh, okay. Just I because mean, he believes uh, that it helps him. Mm. Oh, okay. So, in other words, he thinks, it, he thinks it helps him, but it doesn't. Well, again, back to my statement earlier, not everyone has the same way to cope with something. True. Mm. Sure. Then again, there's a difference between saying it and actually doing it, and it actually <laughs> doing something for you. <laughs> Uh, then again, like, okay, it's understandable. Me, as a person who plays video games, of course, there'll be times where I feel like, oh, come on, dude, really? Yeah. That kind of stuff. It can be right. a stressful one. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Like, again, again. But it's still, it's fun. It's still fun to do so. Again, if it's not working for your friend, I'm sorry for him. I suggest you try to look something else. But then yes. again, but then again, it's not really the fault of the game. It's, um, it's not necessarily anyone's fault it's just he yeah he just doesn't have he just doesn't have the proper sync with the things he does again it mm. doesn't really it doesn't again coping mechanisms don't always apply to all we're all individuals not everyone has the same needs or mindset as everyone else that's why we are that's why we are individuals in the first place so then again it depends on the person yes and that's his what... mindset is not mm. really that stable like he doesn't even realize that him being like playing video games all the time is already being is already becoming toxic. Like it's destroying the relationships he he have with other people. He has with other people. Again, I would state that the problem is not the game itself, but on the person we're talking about. I'm not saying yeah, he's I a bad person, but then again, if he's trying, I uh, know. Um, People often blame video games or any other form of media uh, j just to find a scapegoat. It's quite common. Mm -hmm. Then again, mm -hmm. I won't necessarily blame the game. It's more or less the individual because, yeah. again, an object in itself, an inanimate object, something that doesn't even have feelings, shouldn't be blamed for something sentient life has been doing themselves again we made this stuff we have power over these things it's not our it's not their fault it's our interaction with them that defies what they're what they're made for again 
So yeah, That's I'm true. sorry for your friend. I'm sorry for your friend, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for your friend, but yeah, you don't that's have to be sorry. He's, he, you don't have to be sorry for him because he doesn't even feel sorry for himself. So, just Ooh. come on, let's go. That's <laughs> fine, <laughs> right there. Damn! Someone call the ambulance. Someone's getting third degree burns up here. I yeah, thought, I thought we're having a podcast, not a roast session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. why. It, that, that's why it's like really bad if you if you just force what you think you love. Yeah. You know? yeah. Some people tend to, to blame the things they suck at when when in fact maybe just maybe they have this victim mentality. That's why. Mm. And they just can't they just can't accept that they suck at some certain things. Mm-hmm. Why not, I mean then again. Why not, why not go out and find your purpose? I mean, there's a lot of things that you could still do. I mean, I was trying to say that. But yeah, absolutely. I support what you said earlier. Then again, if you're bad at something, it's fine to be bad at something. We're all bad at something. But then again, yeah. I, su- I completely agree what you said there. Go out. I don't care if you're an introvert. Try to explore at least to find out what you can do. Because you can't solve anything by staying at one spot. That's true. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> I would agree that like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I know it's a cliche like saying, but it, it really does. Because yeah. you know okay. it's it's really like if you don't go out into the world and experience the stuff that you should experience, then mm-hmm. how does it make you grow as a person, as a whole? Yeah. Like, Learn how to what, feel pain. And you will never, you will never ever discover you what you're capable world. of. Mm-hmm. And that's why people, I won't, I won't judge, but that's why people like don't tend to grow as much as they could if they didn't really explore or try to, to experiment on what they could do. And that's why and I, I don't recommend like experimenting on bad stuff. But what I'm saying is just... Yeah. Experimenting on on things that you could do and try to make it a developmental stage for you, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true, because some people are not the the risk takers type. They mm-hmm. they let their fear overcome their them. I'm trying. I'm also trying to tell my friends sometimes that fear is worse than regret, because regret will take a toll on you for the rest of your life. Whereas fear, uh. it's gonna make you. It's gonna make you think that, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have let my anxiety or my fears overcome me. Maybe I could have done better. Mm-hmm. It's true. That, that, that's Again, why what ifs drilled into your head will never help you at <laughs> all. And that's why waking up in the morning feeling good is a good way to start the day. Never never let fear like for you. You could just say like for me, like ah, oh, <clears throat> oh no. This this thing is coming. And I know it's coming, but I I usually talk to myself <laughs> not in a crazy way. But usually talk to myself like, hey, this, this day will be like a good day. And it won't like hinder what I'm going to do for today. Mm-hmm. No? 
when someone sees like something yourself, man Just yeah, like to yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's a it's a healthy yeah. it's a healthy thing yeah, yeah. to talk to if yourself. You come to a mirror, yeah, yeah. If you go, if you walk to a mirror and then you talk to yourself, that's completely normal. It's not normal when the reflection <laughs> talks back. <laughs> True. I I do that most of the time. I always look at myself in the mirror and then talk to myself like, "Oh my gosh, you're so stupid. Oh, you did great. Something like that. Something. I praise myself sometimes. Sometimes I also. I I also talk talk shit about myself. Like mm-hmm. what what why the hell did you do that? You're so stupid. And yeah, <laughs> you're not crazy if you're doing that. It's a healthy thing to do. And mm-hmm. about what you said earlier about you foreseeing the things that's gonna come. That's a good way if you're gonna anticipate some things. It's about to go on your way because it's gonna help you how to deal with them. There are a lot of people who are scared of confronting of confronting those those whatever that comes in their way in their in their way I mean mm-hmm. but for me I'd rather I'd rather confront them because still why avoid it if you know it's something inevitable right mm. it's still gonna it's still gonna come to you one way or another no matter how hard no matter how hard you avoid it Uh, that that's why it's like difficult for me sometimes when when I over when I overthink and stuff. It's really taking a toll on me, like even spiritually and mentally. Yeah. And it really like hinders what I do for the day, and and that's why like good thing to have is again a journal, and sometimes you could always like talk to God and stuff and. And it really helps. Really helps. Like, uh, if you if you don't do that, like man, I I wish you the best on on what you're actually, gonna do. Actually, yeah. overthinking is not a bad thing. It's not. It becomes a bad thing if you ruminate on those thoughts and you let them control you. If you let the, those thoughts devour you, overthinking actually is healthy. If you're gonna put it, mm. if you're gonna put it. And if you're gonna apply it, rather, in a healthy mm. way, or in a positive way, or in good things, just mm-hmm. just don't ruminate on on espe- especially on negative thoughts. It's because mm. they won't do you any good. It's just gonna downgrade. You're just gonna start downgrading yourself at some point, and that's gonna affect yeah. your relationship with yourself and also with the people around you. Mm. Yeah, and that, that's why it's like, especially when. When it comes to breakups and stuff, especially when it's yeah. like really fresh. Breakups. <laughs> I, like for me, like I, I recently, I recently got out of a relationship, and this and this relationship was, like I said in the previous podcast, was the second relationship, quote unquote. unquote. And mm-hmm. and from what I've said in the previous podcast. Check it out, by the way. Uh, uh, it is the is the relationship that is really toxic. And why toxic? Because actually, <laughs> it, it, it was it, it was like she doesn't communicate. She doesn't say anything that she wants to say. Mm-hmm. 
you know, she just keeps it inside. In in my perspective, she kept she keeps the troubles inside of her and not explaining what happened or what really is going on inside her head. And and the things that it comes out from her mouth or from her mind is excuses that really shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we we broke up was even though she, like everything trusts the basic basic understanding of like how a relationship works was already uh, somehow established and the reason why she broke up was she said she she wasn't ready and oh. that really that's messed that up really like yeah it's messed up because why did you commit to a relationship and explain why that happened and it's really messed up actually but for me yeah okay go on go on go on like that's really messed up and the things that we that i did was it's really un, unexplainable for me even today like why did why did i do that or why did I chose that kind of relationship even though some red flags were already there? And the reason why I I went into that relationship was actually because I really liked her. And, uh, I, I wouldn't say like she was bad, but she was nice all the way. But, you know, there are some times that the thoughts that has been within us really like doesn't want to affect the other person. And that's that's why trust and communication is the key to every relationship. Yeah. You know? Actually I could I could really say that we're on the same boat right now. Also Why is that so? <laughs> <laughs> my you know, me and my partner broke up. Um I don't know if it's already been three weeks. Like Three. the wound is still fresh. It's still bleeding. It's it's nowhere near healing actually. And yeah, it's true about what he said that communication is really and should be really the foundation, the core, and the pillars in order to make a relationship work. Mm-hmm. Because if there is no communication, there's no there's the relationship doesn't exist also. And that's mm. also what happened between uh, between me and my ex. There was a communication breakdown. It all started with a communication breakdown. Um, I was trying to reach out to him. Trying, trying to make him understand that I'm here. It's okay for you to tell me your problems. I'm supposed to be your partner. Your solace. Your place of comfort. I'm just, I'm not just here sticking with you through the good times, but I'm also willing willing to stick with you through the bad times. But then every time I send him long messages explaining my side, explaining explaining my thoughts, 
all I receive from him is like that puppy eyes emoji. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but I, that puppy eyes emoji, and then he'll yeah. just say, "Hi's," and sorry. And then how am I supposed to feel every time I receive that kind of reply? I was being all out. I was I was expressing my sentiments, my emotions. My sense that those emotions are sincere. Those messages are are rooted deep within my heart. But then every time you see him reply something like that, it's just gonna hit you like am I that insignificant? Am I not that trustworthy why is he building up walls building up walls between us why is he detaching himself from me i'm supposed to be his partner like his like his partner in everything yeah but then one day we just woke up and then there's no communication at all i mean i'm the one i'm the one reaching out to him but he could he could not really call it a communication if it's one-sided right for me only mm. it, it takes it should be the two parties the two, two parties should be involved in terms of communication mm. you really have you really have to invest your trust on your partner not just it's not about it's not only about the investment, but you also have to take the risk. Because in the first place, you chose that person to be with you. Like, mm. like it's different. It's different men's perspectives of women. Because, because we all know that, even up till now, men, men are, men are always the ones that, who are pursuing who they want, right? Mm. So yeah. in my case, he's the one. He chose me to be his partner. Then yeah. why? Then suddenly, I don't understand why. I also have a lot of whys in my mind. Why did the? Why did this happen? Why do I deserve this? What did I do? Like mm -hmm. what? What did I do? Why did he? Why did he chose to stray away from me when? When all this time he knows that he can come to me, I can come and he can come to me. He can vent it all out. I wanted to hear everything mm -hmm. from him, no matter how ugly the truth is. And then it didn't just end up because of the communication breakdown. He also lied mm -hmm. about about you know about loving me because he started to realize that he's falling out of love. And I guess we could really never call it love right if if you're just gonna fall out of it i mean i don't know that's mm. that's my that's my perspective about that you can't you can't call it love you can never call it love mm. if you find yourself one day falling out from it and then and then he said that um he tried to make it work he tried he tried to make his feelings come back yeah. but but at some point, he realized that he really wanted to end things with me, but he doesn't know because he still doesn't want to hurt me. Mm. So, so he broke up with me. He broke up with me um, a few months after he realized that it was over for him. And 
pero it and it hurts on my side because all this time I thought course, we were yeah. fine, we were doing okay. I was asking him, how are we as a couple? How are we as a partner? How is this relationship going for us? All all those times that I asked him, he he said, it's good, it's fine, when in fact it's not. I trusted him when he said it's fine. But but when we saw each other for the first time, after being in an LDR for almost a year, yeah, he suddenly broke up with me. And... Like, I don't know if you can imagine how dumbfounded I am. We were, yeah. we were, we had a good time at first. And then when we're about to go home, he suddenly, he suddenly became emotional, sentimental. Like he started saying things to me like, I hope you're going to be happy without me. I hope gonna, you're going to find someone better. You're going to find someone. Yeah. You can find someone who can make you happy. And then I was like, I was thinking like, oh my God, am I really hearing this? And then I also blamed myself for that day because I asked him, I asked him if, are you, are you breaking up with me? And then he said, yes. And then that's how it all went down the train, the efforts, the the loyalty, the faithfulness. I mean, Mm. I waited for him. I waited for him. And I waited for him being faithful, loyal. Because I know that one day we're going to see each other again. But it hurts also because of the fact that it did not end up. Uh, it did not end up well or it did not end up as like what I expected it to. Yeah. yeah. And it, and, and like, He's being explosive. Like, I never imagined that he could say stuffs to me. Yeah. Something like that. We were having a good time. I was happy. I was excited to see him after not being able to see him, touch him, hold him for a long time. And the moment we stepped out of that place, he took that happiness with him. I was shattered. I was riding the bus. When I, I was riding the bus when I was going home, and I really felt empty. I felt numb. I felt like he took a big piece of me with him when we parted ways. And then I started to realize things that, yes, I also, I also saw a lot of red flags in the relationship, but I wanted to stick with him. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted those red flags to go away hoping that it would go away one day maybe i was just a fool pero like i also learned that we both had our fair share of mistakes and it was i think it was two weeks that i was blaming everything to myself that i was blaming myself for asking him if he was really breaking up with me because i thought if i haven't asked that question maybe we he didn't he didn't even break up with me. Something like that. And I also blamed myself for the shortcomings I for the shortcomings that I have as his girlfriend. But then when I confirmed I confirmed that he had a thing with his girl classmate since April while he was with me. Oh, I was <laughs> I I was like it 
it stopped. Something stopped inside of me. Like what? Yeah. What the hell are you doing, Hannah? Like this is not yeah. you. This is not you. You shouldn't beg for someone who's who doesn't even see your worth. He even had the audacity to. He even had the audacity to, to question me, because I told him that conflict, troubles, hardships, or whatever, or what, or whatever, um, problems that we encounter in a relationship, should it be the reason, for couples to split up. Those yeah. complications, those conflicts are there. They are meant to strengthen the bond of those two people. He asked me, then if those conflicts are not meant to separate two people, then why did you break up with your first ex? Like, the nerves. He was getting into my nerves. Like, I said, I answered him. Because I'm not, I'm not gonna fight for something. I'm not gonna fight for a love. If I see you, if I see you not meeting me halfway, if you're not gonna meet me halfway, I won't, I won't, I won't make a fool out of myself chasing you all the way when mm. I'm already seeing you running away from me. Something like that. That's, and I also asked him, I also asked him that why did you even, why did you even lie to me in the first place about the real stuff that's going on? Why did you, why did you, why did you decide to detach yourself from me? And he said, I don't know. It's because I don't trust my mind. I'm having personal issues. I'm having family issues. Plus, I'm not in my right state of mind. My mind is not stable. I'm having OCD. I'm having, I'm having a high level anxiety. Something like that. When all this time, mm. I was trying to make him understand that it's okay. You can, you can call out to me. Mm-hmm. The distance in the time was not the prob- was not was never actually the problem. And then another thing that I hated about what he did is that he tried to make it seem like I was the one who's at fault. Oh, no. When in fact he was the one detaching himself to me. I I mean I also cursed myself for doing this, but for but last last week I think a few days ago, a few days I mean yeah. after the breakup, I begged. My God, I begged. I can't even believe I begged. I begged oh, no. him. I begged that, that, for him that's to really stay. like no, no. I begged for him to <laughs> stay because I had this thought in my mind that there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong about begging for someone you love. I thought. Mm. I thought that. We could still salvage what's left in our relationship. But then when I knew that he already had this girl, I, I was all hopes were lost also. Mm. It's like it's like he had the nerve to tell me that he doesn't care about me at all anymore. He doesn't love me anymore and he was firm about his decisions because of the fact that there is this girl waiting for him making him feeling secure that it's okay to leave me because because she was there she was there she was there to catch him yeah. and i'm here left left alone wondering like how can they even sleep well at night thinking that they fooled someone thinking that thinking that they they are going to start 
their relationship out of cheating. And I also told him that every relationship that started off with cheating is never gonna yeah. it's never gonna last. People are never gonna be happy. Right now, maybe they're mm-hmm. happy. They're on cloud nine. The excitement is there. The thrill is there. But everything, but everything is just in the beginning. Excitement, mm-hmm. happiness. There's. It's just the start of the, of the mm-hmm. experience. Yeah, Soon I... they're gonna realize that the troubles are gonna be there and. If I were them, actually, I'm gonna be ashamed if I'm if they decide to to publicize their relationship because everybody, almost everyone knows that we were together, and then people are gonna ask, gonna start questioning what happened. Oh my god, what happened? I thought yeah. you guys were good, you guys were okay, yeah. and I'm like, I thought so too. I thought so too. I thought you they know, were I, okay too. Don't like that I kind know. of. Yeah, don't kind don't like those kind of like relationships. Like, oh, we need to publicize this. We need to publicize that. Like, oh no, I have a yeah, girlfriend and stuff. Boy. Like, I no. Mean, yeah, I mean, like <laughs> in their case, ever. <laughs> in their case, in in their case, for me, they're not they're not gonna be able to keep it forever as a secret. Eventually, they're yeah. gonna come out of the shadows, and everyone's gonna start asking what happened to us. And I told him, I frankly told him that if ever someone asked me what happened to us, I'm not gonna fabricate stories just to, just, just to protect you. Okay, I'm done protecting you. Mm. I'm gonna tell them what happened. You cheated on me. You had this girl. Even you had this girl. Even you're still with me. I asked him, you know what I asked him um days after the breakup, is there a third uh, is there a new girl? He said no. He was he wow. was gonna I think he was gonna deny it all the way. Maybe until now if someone did not tell me and I started spamming him on Gmail on his uh yeah, on his account in Gmail, like why did your why did why did your crush quote crush block me because i couldn't find her facebook but mm-hmm. then my friends can why did she block me why did she like all the wise and then and then he told me that she was insecure she was insecure to she was insecure about me like okay that's that's a good thing Oof. i guess that's gonna Oof. that's that's gonna feed my ego at least i know that his new girl is insecure and he, she's gonna she's moment. gonna be insecure she's gonna be insecure forever like, like their relationship is not gonna be it's not gonna last long it's mm. not gonna be that happy karma is just around the corner yeah. Yeah. yeah karma is just around the corner what comes around goes around something like yeah. that mm. i'm just waiting like, for the time that it's gonna come to them i'm just gonna laugh okay <laughs> you guys deserve it Oof. you Oof. guys deserve it Oof. at least i i can sleep well at night knowing that i i didn't I did not deceive anyone. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Regarding that story, I'm pretty sure you're not the only one who has who has experienced a similar story to this. But I'll I'll add something I said yesterday. And I said yesterday on the previous episode, I said that um, human beings as a whole are illogic are illogical beings in the first place. Again, yes, we are capable of logic. But 
if we were capable of we if we were logical beings, not just being capable of logic, we wouldn't be in the stuff we're at right now. But here's the thing. We tend to choose the illogical choice. Why? Because it feels good. Why? Because we think it's the quote-unquote better option. Like, again, from the story you've given me, that guy screwed up majorly <laughs> and proves my <laughs> argument. Did. Yeah, and proves my argument. Here's the thing. Everyone is, no one, no one here is truly logical. We're only capable of logic. And then again, like from 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 that top from my topic, uh, uh, correlating to yours, um, I see that you're trying to make to make things uh, make sense to you. That's quite common in human and in human nature. Human. We try to make sense of things that are out of our control or something that happened in the past. Again, there's nothing wrong with doing this, but then again, lead, it leads to assumptions that may or may not be true. And it's a good thing that you're able to find out what really happened. That, that like only a few people in the world can find out what's really wrong with uh, no, with those kind of relationships. Yeah, that, like, that no was, cap, it, no cap, no cap. <laughs> it took a lot of effort for me to yeah. make him admit everything because actually mm. I have, I was having my instincts already, and I don't know if this is a curse or a blessing because my intuition were always right, starting from my first act. Like this, when an instinct kicks in, it's starting to make me feel anxious. It's start, it's starting to make me feel mm -hmm. scared. But then, at the end of the day, it's it's just that. Oh my God, the instincts. It's true. It's not just an instinct, mm -hmm. but it's the truth, and nothing but the truth. And truth hurts. Actually, actually, I was I I confirmed I confirmed it yesterday. And while I was on my way meeting him, I was I was getting goosebumps. I was getting nervous. I had I had knots in my stomach. Oh, and then I was here. I was sweating. Yeah, he's here. He's here. Oh no. <laughs> it's messed up. And then I was I was gonna meet him for the second time to clear things up. To get yeah. that closure so that I could have my peace of mind. So yeah. as I was on my way, I was sweating like crazy, even though even though I was in a car. And then I was just thinking, I was telling myself that, Han, whatever he's gonna say later, just accept it the way it is. You wanted to know the truth. And he swore he's gonna tell you the truth, no matter how brutal it may be. The truth will hurt you, but it's also gonna set you free. So that, so when he already admitted everything, it yeah, it it hurts a lot. But then I already I also stopped thinking about those what ifs. No more what ifs. I mean, I already know the major reason for the breakup. And it's gonna help me move on because because yeah, that's it. The truth. It set me free. And I was and all this time I was asking him to be honest, to be transparent. And I don't know why it was hard for him to do that. He even had the nerve to to ask me if something happened while he was away when on the other hand he was the one fooling around when he was away. I don't wow. know that he, he why asked, people... He asked you? 
yeah, he asked me. He had the nerve to ask me that. Like, he, but like he said, tell me, Han, did something happen while I was away? I said, no, I waited for you the entire time. I was loyal. I was faithful. I also had my choice to screw up things if I wanted to. I could date or I could meet up other guys here just to feel the ab, uh, just to feel the gaps of your absence, just to just to comfort my place, temp- just to comfort myself temporarily. But then I did not, and then, and then at the end I found out that he was the one fooling, not fooling around, not me. Yeah, because you know, LDR. It's really a challenging type of relationship to be honest in my opinion and it is and ldr is like a relationship that you don't really see in the next page you only see the front of the page you know and we as humans i think that we always need like this touch this this constant connection of contact and um, we're literally social animals. It's literally part of our instinct, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Like LDR, it's it really like hinders us to be humans. Complicates things. Yes. Yeah, it complicates. That's why uh, insecurities and uh, anxieties really developed in the long run because this this part of being human as a re- for relationships doesn't meet that criteria. So that's why it's like it's understandable to be insecure, but yeah, there there's this thing called trust that we mm-hmm. need to understand. And in order for that to uh trust to be developed, it should be developed way earlier in the relationship. Actually, yeah. also I assured him many times that this is that LDR is not a problem for me. I assured him. Pero it's his mind talking already that he said I was faking everything. Like I was telling him it's okay, but when in fact he was for making me, wait, 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 wait. he was making stuff up. Yes, he was I mean, probably he was because he wanted to break up with me and to, yeah. you know, go to that girl because he wouldn't have he wouldn't have the courage to break up with me if he didn't have that if he didn't have that other other person that oh. uh, I don't want to say it that B. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, let's just say it's impossible to debate or argue against an idiot. <laughs> That's true. Because because you're, you're just like, gonna lose. You lack, yeah, yeah. If you lack correlative discourse, boy, you aren't going anywhere. They like. Logic yeah. will not work against these people because they will try again. They will use the same same of thinking you did uh, that you underwent earlier. You try to look for uh, solutions on things you cannot control, and that's exactly what he was also doing as well. He makes up stuff because it makes sense to him. That what he's like, only he, he's justifying his mistakes. And yeah, that's... exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to make things seem right in his point of view. Like, which is sad like really that guy needs to talk to someone <laughs> he did, yeah he needs to talk to someone like the he great actually... said you need a therapist <laughs> my dude <laughs> oh. yeah he's the one he also told me that he needs to see a therapist he also admitted that stuff because he knows that 
his mind is his brain is not normal you see it's his actually starting to realize it's his loss because i already know it at first that he was not stable he had mind issues but i was still willing honestly i was still willing to go through everything yeah. with him no matter yeah, how still. painful yeah, he lost the keeper they said <laughs> oof but let's just say it that still doesn't justify the stuff he's done like what the stuff yeah. he does is still wrong like again mm-hmm. even like again um you can sympathize with someone but that doesn't justify their actions you can sympathize with a man who killed a man out of revenge but you cannot justify that man's actions for said action itself is wrong and that's I the also... problem yeah and that's the problem with people we rely too much on what we feel like instead of actually doing what is actually right regardless yeah. of how we feel i'm not I'm not gonna judge him actually because you know yeah. even until now I'm trying to understand his side but not yeah. that much anymore yeah. because I also need to take care of yeah. myself first yeah, yeah. but yeah, for yeah. me che- but for me cheating will never be un- will never be justifiable exactly. because cheating is a choice it's a choice exactly. you could have been <laughs> confrontational with me if if you could have told me han I don't want this anymore but he did not because of the fear that he might hurt me. I asked him no matter how happy the breakup will be, it's, it will still hurt. And the it's fact that what you breakups are meant to do. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that you decided to keep this going for months, it only made yeah. it worse because it you bad. kept you you made me. You made me kept those false hopes that everything's mm. going to be okay once we see each other. To, to be honest, it's really really good to explain everything to your significant other or anything that bothers you because once it bothers you it it will never go away it will yeah. it will linger in your thoughts like yeah like, like it, it will would... ruin your like sanity basically. yeah like yeah it it will still haunt you but again with with the uh, depending intensities and how intense that emotion would attack you at the end of the day. So I completely agree with JM. That thing's going to stick with you regardless. And ain't yeah. going away. And the temptations are on, are like hmm that's that's why there's uh, like <laughs> temptations are not are not sins. They're not temptations will only become a mistake if you act upon it. Yeah. yeah. Temptations are everywhere. It's just around mm-hmm. the corner also. It's yeah. actually it's in every corner. So it's up to you if you're gonna bite it. Mm-hmm. But That's then again, there are instigators control. who make themselves tempting on purpose. But yeah, I completely agree. What you, I know, what you said, um, you, you know, if you if you if you took something, you know, you're going to regret, and you took it anyways. Well, prepare to face the consequences. Yeah. Maybe they're not thinking about up. the consequences. Maybe no they're thinking does. about the now. <laughs> yeah, no that one sucks. does when they make those decisions. No one does. Impulsiveness. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, w- I wouldn't say it's like it was like a bad relationship. But from what I've like seen uh, or heard, is is really like I think it's the guy's fault. Not to shoot, but in in how you you said it is, I think it's the guy's fault because he mostly. I also first, agree with you. First, he didn't like share what. He was thinking. Second, he overthinks, and really, that 
that really caused the problem to really grow. Mm-hmm. That's why going for other people that that you're already in a relationship is just really wrong. Right? It is it, really not okay. <laughs> you know what's sad? You know what's sad? All this yeah. time when we were having bad days, he tells me that Beb, trust the process. I'm gonna be there in few days' time. And then what the hell? Okay, I trusted the process. I waited. And then it's I did not expect it's gonna end up in a breakup. I trusted the process, but I did not know. I did not have any idea that the, that that process is meant is meant to be is meant to to prep me for the mm. breakup. I think I I think we're gonna fix things. Yeah. I think we're gonna fix everything. And then you know another thing that I don't like is that he tells me that his mind is already fixed about leaving me, about ending things with me. When in fact, what I mean for me, it doesn't yeah. mean that when your mind is fixed or when something is fixed, it will never be broken. Not, mm. Especially when it comes, it comes down like to feelings that. and thoughts. Those are just permanent. They're just, uh, I mean, those are not permanent, rather. They're not permanent. They're meant to change over time. Over what time, you're yeah. feeling right now is meant to evolve. So, uh, I'm, that's it. I'm just waiting for him to regret everything. To regret his decisions. Like, like the state he is in now? I, like, man, I, I don't see it. I mean, it's gonna be impossible right now because he's he's on cloud nine with a girl. But but let's just wait when things are gonna get rough for them. Let's see how it's gonna how how it's gonna affect them. But how did it? But how could you change it though? Like what what were the things? Yeah, like what were the things that you could have changed in order to like keep the relationship? Like mistakes that you saw and you make it like a better one no i don't really um i don't know because i think what i'm about to say is gonna make me sound like i'm selfish or what but i don't really think that i had made a major mistake that i need to change in order to save this relationship because in the first place i asked him what's the problem with yeah. me what's his problem with me he he said like i always i always clamor i always i always ask for his time and his pc i he cannot play his games because because i'll end up i'll end up um being down or mm-hmm. mad at him for not being able to talk to me because he keeps on playing something like that and then and then i always I always um, try not, I mean, not always, but there are times that I don't want to talk to him because I'm yeah. offended with his actions. But it's a normal relationship. Other, other that than point, that, yeah. other than that, I think it's a normal response for me naman, to feel mm. to feel offended, to feel disappointed, frustrated or upset for his actions. Because in the first place, it is really offensive. Like, I'm here 
we're video calling, but he keeps on playing and and I'm he, telling he him even stuff. Look at you. Yeah. He doesn't even look at me, and I keep telling him stories. I keep telling him stuff, and he's like, "I was what was that again?" So how do you think would that make me feel? Like he's not, yeah. I'm there, but you're not even paying attention to me. Like my friends even told me that it's normal for me to ask his time, to ask him for his a little his little bit of time because mm. we are we are in an LDR relationship. We don't yeah. see each other anymore. And the fact that we can only spend time together is through virtually. And then mm -hmm. he is depriving me of that kind of quality time. Mm -hmm. I did not, I'm not a materialistic person. I never asked him to give me any stuff that he gave me. Yeah. All I wanted was effort and time. That's it. I wasn't after for anything for anything tangible yeah i was just i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like, no no the relationships are there i also have this question yeah. in my mind that why why mm, those people who are genuine sincere and who have those purest intentions are yeah. the ones who always and en ends up being fooled, being mm. deceived. Like maybe that's just life, I guess. It's unfair, and it's meant to be unfair. But it sucks. It sucks really. It makes you question your self worth. Like, what's wrong with me? Am I not enough? Something like that. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually like, yeah, I, I see your point. Like all the good people, you know, those who are genuine and stuff gets like ridiculed or gets, ends up getting hurt. Yeah, ends up getting hurt. Because from what I see from that uh, point of perspective is people who like danger Basically, human beings really like the thrill of like danger or the thrill of excitement is really for them it's good, and for genuine people, good don't really think about that. They don't see uh, the thrill of being in danger is a sign of positivity. That's like a sign of like you know negative stuff. And that's why people, I think, it, they, they poke at the, the person who's, who's really good and see what happens. And mm -hmm. that's, that's what I really uh, see about that. It's because they like it and they, and they want to do more of the bad because they, they feel that they're in control. They're, they're it strokes like, oh. their ego. Yeah, strokes, it, it strokes their ego. Their ego. Yeah. That's why it's really and dangerous. I, <laughs> to be a yeah, good, don't play good with person. Like, uh, like, every, like being like totally good is really good. But, some, but sometimes you should be also some, a, bad, a bad person sometimes. Mm -hmm. We should always be realistic because yeah. not everything is good. One way or another, bad things will appear. 
always try to ground yourself in a way that hey, this situation is really getting worse. We need to talk about it. And we need to stay on the right position. Because that's if what we, he fails if to we do. Yeah. That's why it's really important to be grounded and really talk about it. Like for this guy, it's like man. From what I've heard from you, like I don't <laughs> I, I don't pity him. <laughs> he's like really a bad person. He's, he's not meant to be pitied, actually. Mm. Isn't isn't is really not a good relationship in it, all like the books. It's not a good relationship not to talk about it. Because if the more that you keep secrets, again, it will linger around and it will make the problem bigger. That's why it's it's good to share even if it's like in a journal or even if it's like praying to God or playing games. But playing games in his world isn't is not a good thing. But that's why he should like really find something that is good in order to realize that what he did was bad. It all comes down to maturity also. He's not that matured enough to commit and to commit and he's not emotionally stable. Like, man, if don't get a girlfriend if you're not done playing. If you're not done playing your games. <laughs> Commitment I... is not a joke. Oh my you're you're gonna be you're gonna be with someone and that someone is not co is not emotionless. Like me, I feel emotion. I'm not a rock. I'm not a plant. Okay, I feel, I feel hurt. I feel sad. I feel anger and everything. But then I don't know. Maybe, maybe he did not even consider the fact that I'm human. Because mm. if he did, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't do those stuff. He would have been real. be honest in and in in why i got the relationship was actually i want i wanted to give love me too nothing more wanted, nothing less yeah nothing more nothing okay. less like giving love is the like important part of the relationship and that's why we love love why we give yeah right i yeah but yeah, but here's the thing. It's kind of weird that we try to set up goals for love. Like, yeah, okay, I admit, even though I have one girlfriend, it's kind of strange that we all have this ideal perception of how we'd like to have our loved ones be in the future. Because, because again, oh no, the world doesn't follow on a step-by-step -step basis. Humans aren't logical beings, again, to state again. So, it, again... We should get used to being disappointed because at the end of the day, you'd be surprised on how this on how uh, stupid people can be. So sometimes yeah. you have to accept the fact that people will and have done stupid things. Best thing we can have to do in order to overcome that is either carry a lot of thick skin and try to understand the individual, mm -hmm. or to or if it's too much, condone the person on the actions they have done and make sure they take responsibility. Because again, it, a lot of people yeah. are afraid of, of responsibility. We hate the idea of being 
a deciding factor of someone's well-being. And it's scary for people, more whether they want to admit it or not. So yeah, just get used to it. It's nothing you can really do. <laughs> True. I'm getting used to it, actually. I told him I, I'm used to it because I already experienced the same thing with my yeah. ex before. But then he just like, what he said, I'm faking it. That statement, that statement shattered me also. Well, in all honesty, like, after, after breakups and stuff, it's like, it's okay to be alone. Yeah. Alone in a sense that, okay, that person I, I, was not, was not like the one for me, cliche as it sounds, but there, that's why I, I've always said, like, after, even after my relationship, like, there would be always a person better than her. Or that person will, there will be a right guy for him. Because at the moment, what they think they, they want is not actually what they could have. You get what I mean? Yeah, not everything that we want, we could get it. Mm-hmm. That's why it, it, it's really... It's really good for people to to poke around certain aspects of their life and see what they're good at. Really start a foundation of how you're gonna pursue life. You know, even if it's like breakups and relationships. For me, it's like a relationship is there. Yes. What's important is what you do is a good thing. And what you believe in is a good thing that benefits people too. You know. That's all. I'm also telling myself actually, and also for you, I want you to to know this that when if ever we get into a relationship again, I'm gonna stop myself from expecting, from mm-hmm. expecting my partner to be like this, to be like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna expect anything at all. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to be certain about that because expectations are natural for us. But yeah. I'm just going to remind myself that expectations are doorways to disappointment. So if you don't want to get it, if you don't want to get disappointed, don't expect too much. It's okay to have your hope. It's okay to hope. But yeah. just don't don't let yourself be consumed with that hope. Mm-hmm. Give a little bit of doubt. Doubt is good also. Yeah. But uh, then again, uh, relationships are like a hit and miss. You get good relationships, you get bad relationships. Even if it's like a toxic one, it's okay. Just say it's, it will be over. You, you'll, you have to move on from that. Even though you have this like regret, oh, I still love her. or you know, Aww. or what? What did I? What? What did I do to deserve this? You know, and Aww. and you 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 must be able to move on from that, even though you see mm-hmm. them every day, you see them what they're doing. I don't even want to like, see them. <laughs> that that's what that's why it may I'm, I challenge myself sometimes. Like, oh, I see her every day, I see her posts and stuff, and like. Okay, you have to accept that this reality is true, and 
could never stray away from that because in some far-fling future, you would see them again. And those thoughts that you didn't accept from the past will, will again be turned back to you and really like contradict on what you would do in life. And that's why yeah. it's better to accept now and regret later. Actually, what yeah. you said is really true. Because no matter how hard we avoid those kind of people, one day, if it's God's will, our our paths will cross again. And in my case, if that happens, I just wish that I'm okay, that I don't feel anything at all, that, that if ever I see him one day on the street or wherever, I I'm gonna have the courage to say hello or to smile yeah. without being feeling bitter or tough. Yeah, grudges taking nowhere. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. It's, it's, it's never yeah. good to grudge. It's never good to grudge. Yeah. Even when with like my especially first if it's friends or family, it'll never go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. yeah. If you try to avoid these people just because they quote unquote make you feel toxic, you're just running away from the problem. You're not fixing it. Yeah. Yes. That's why that's why I'm so shocked seeing that people of our generation are actually encouraging to Anna uh, to uh to leave their friends or families that quote that quote unquote offended them. Yeah. And like and like again, like this stuff that they probably think is abusive wasn't probably abusive to begin with. And they are mm-hmm. advocating for people to leave their families or to or to ignore people who are probably vital to them. It's so sad to see how petty we as a people have become, right? Like again, we've seen it everywhere, right? It's a shame, actually. Yeah. Yeah. This is a reality. And, and we and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and we forgot and we and we forgot how to talk to people. Like yeah, okay. I know it's hard, but the good things never come the easy way. So at least try to do it. Because if you're gonna keep ignoring the problem, it's never gonna get fixed. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I also wanna add up that it's a shame. It's messed up for someone to leave their partners just because of the problems they're facing and and to go to someone else whom they think is easier who they think is going to give them it's going to give them much they're going to give them easier life an easier life rather than to stick with their partners and to go through everything to fix everything and to go on it's a shame i i really despise those kind of people actually that they're just yeah. gonna, gonna avoid the problem and seek or seek refuge to other people for temporary happiness. Yeah, and think that they're the victim. Oof. <laughs> oh. oh no. You need help <laughs> if that's the case. That's victim like, mentality. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on, accept what you you already done and just like just end it. Never like go to a victim mentality and say, oh, you're the one and start blaming each other. No. That's why it's like really important to have like closure and stuff. And to think that the victim and and even though that they did literally nothing, it's just wrong. And that's why you, you should face the lion. Never fall out from what you did because what you did is already 
pretty permanent. It can never be undone. Yeah. It That's why it's like... Be careful what sorry. you break. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna because scar you me for life. Them again. Because mm-hmm. you may never fix it ever again. Yeah. That's why once you're... That's why in my in my mentality is what you have done never be done, but you have to pursue it and try to fix it along the way. If, yeah, it, it's hard and it's a challenge, but you know there will be ways that it can be easier. It, you can't it, also it, deny the yeah. fact that there are people who are cowards. They don't recognize their mistakes. They run away from their responsibilities. Hmm. People being afraid, it's just like, it's just, there's something lacking in them. That they Why don't they try at least? Perfect. At yeah. least try. There's no harm Master in trying. Charge. There's always a room to grow. You're not I... stuck being like that forever. Like I said, nothing is permanent. I think Iman would agree to this. Like, it doesn't hurt to feed yourself a little bit, just to see what yeah. <laughs> what it does. Again, learn what you made wrong, accept what you've done wrong, accept that you cannot change it, and deal with the consequences. Because if you keep running from the consequences, that the you just only prolong the problem. You haven't ended it. Oh, man. It's like we can't do anything. We can't do. We can't do anything for those people. We can't help people who don't. Who doesn't want our help, and mm-hmm. those people who doesn't even want to help themselves. So yeah. let's just pray for them. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> but then again, don't help others if you can't help yourself, because you'll just make things worse for everybody involved. So yeah, I completely agree with what, what, Anna, what Anna said. Learn to help yourself, make yourself strong, so that yeah. way, when someone needs it, you'd be a good foundation for this person. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Really I like, totally agree. Really good, really good idea there. Build yourself from, from the bottom up. Because the experiences that you have can be a lesson to another. You know? That's why I made this podcast <laughs> <laughs> from from what people did and just and just uh, and try to avoid those mistakes. It's really it's, it's really a good idea, but who knows how it how this podcast will work? But the relationships in life is is really an up and down battle, you know. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing much to say about that. Relationships are also like success. Uh, your pathways to success in life. They are never linear. There will always be downhills and uphills. And and it's up to you. It's up on your perspective and your mindset on how you're going to deal with those stuff. Yeah. And that's why like religion is a good thing too. Because if, if you're a religious person, it's a good thing to talk about that to God and mm-hmm. stuff. To seek refuge to God. Just mm-hmm. uplift everything to Him. Everything will will go as planned. Mm-hmm. If it's in His will, it's gonna happen. 
And if you're not a religious person, um, I think it's like sharing to people on how you feel. Like trusted friends. Oh, yeah, it helps. <laughs> it helps. Sharing, like, sharing, sharing not only the good stuff, but also the bad stuff is is mm. not a bad thing. It's a healthy way of expressing yourself, venting out your frustrations. So in that way, you won't you won't crumble down on your own. At least you have some. Uh, at least you have some people to back you up and to lift you up uh, whenever you're down. But one thing, I think Jordan Peterson said that said this like never share it to that you really don't don't know. Even if it's your friend that you trust, if you really don't know that person. And you share what you've said, it could really backlash to you. So that's why that's true choose, choose the choose right your friends person wisely. To, yeah, choose the friends that you really know, and you could share it with them. Like tread on the path that good. Actually, um, for me, it also goes two ways. Um, it's not entirely your fault if if someone backstabbed you maybe they also have a problem on with themselves that's why that's why they're poking on other people's problems instead of fixing their own mm. i think we, we i know a lot of people previous <laughs> podcast right Demon? yeah <laughs> i really want to say no but yeah that's reality <laughs> Again, don't don't think human beings are logical beings. We are lit. We are capable of logic, but we u- but we tend to do illogical things. I think that's the like the go to word for go to quote for the, the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> Iman could be a philosopher, you know. He knows a lot of stuff. <laughs> Uh, look, I, I'll tell you this. I don't know a lot of things. I just know things that I know that feels right. I'm no philosopher. I'm just an average guy trying to make sense of the world. Don't we all try to make sense of everything that's happening? Yeah. Like, again, don't remember what I said all. earlier? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what I said earlier. <laughs> how, are, how are you coping up with right now me yeah with the current relationship or actually, the current situation are you actually been- it's it's not good i'm not i'm gonna be honest i'm not i might sound okay right now but a little bit afterwards i'm i'm gonna have a mental breakdown again that's it for the past um for the past two weeks three weeks i've been feeling mm-hmm. okay and then suddenly I'll crash down again and then I'm going to pick up the pieces and then one day and then I, I'm going to see something or I'm going to read something that's going to remind me of what happened mm-hmm. and it's I'm going to go back to zero again but at least I know I'm trying and right now yeah. just like what I said it's also a blessing that I I found out the truth because it did set me free. At least I don't have to think about the what ifs anymore. I yeah, know the reason, and all, yeah, all I have to do now is to to accept to try to accept it. It's a bitter 
it's a bitter pill to swallow, but I have no choice yeah. but to swallow it. Embrace, embrace the pain, the grief, mm-hmm. the grief, the hurt, the misery, and everything. And then we also have this thing called stages of grief. Accept them, yeah. accept them, acceptance comes last. So as I walk through the process of just trying to acknowledge everything, whenever yeah. I feel hurt or I feel like chest is aching, I'm gonna talk to myself. Oh, you're here again. Hi. Okay, welcome. And then a little bit afterwards, it will go away. And then I'm gonna feel better. As long as I don't, I'm not stuck in my bed all day because yeah. that's not really helping me. I try to unwind outside sometimes whenever mm-hmm. I can just to cope up. Mm-hmm. It's a really good way to like do something that's really productive rather yeah. than not doing anything at all. Because if you're just going to be stuck in your bed, you're going to start missing him. Yeah, I admit there are times that I still miss him. I long for him because yeah, we've been <laughs> in an nice. LDR. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna it's lie. true it's true it's really hard it's hard especially if you haven't accepted it fully yeah. Re- regardless of what he did you're just gonna tell yourself you're so stupid for still missing him but what can i do it's how it's what i'm feeling and yeah. i'm acknowledging it i'm not denying it because the more i deny it the more it comes back to we'll me tenfold yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna be hard for me to let go. So I'm just yeah. I'm just accepting everything that's coming my way. Because mm-hmm. I know this will pass. The storms will pass. There's always a rainbow after the rain. Trust the process. Just trust the process. True words. True true words. <laughs> Truer words. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Like, how how did you get motivated? Like, how do you motivate that? Like, the things mm. that you keep on doing. Like, you know, when especially when you have nothing to do, there are days that there is. And how how do you keep, it, keep yourself from, like, overthinking it and stuff? Like, how do I keep myself from overthinking yeah. and oh, overthinking. just motivate myself yeah i mean actually during this pandemic it's really hard to find motivation to do stuff because the negativity kicks in everything bad is happening like you know you're expecting the lockdown to end on uh tomorrow and then it's gonna be extended again something like that but what keeps me motivated to go on is that I still want I still want to see myself in a position someday that that I'm proud of that I can tell I can say say to myself or I can tell everyone that I made it and I really want to prove everyone everyone that that despite of the adversities that I faced in my life I still overcome. I still overcame them, and and I also have my goals to keep me motivated. I all just like you earlier. You said psychologist that 
that really sounded nice to to be able to be called psychologist someday. And that's what keeps me motivated to do the things that I want, regardless of how tough my situation is right now. It's hard. It's really hard because because the fact that he was also one of the biggest factors in your motivations. And then suddenly he disappeared. And then like you feel like you're gonna start from scratch again. Yeah. But I'm starting to realize that he's only a part of it. He's not the whole of it. Just yeah. a part of it. The bigger picture, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have you have to think outside the box sometimes. And and like I don't wanna consider him as my world anymore. Something like that. Mm. Just as, as as much as I used to when we were in a relationship. Because like they said I read it somewhere. Like yeah. some people in your life they come and go. They could they could yeah, be a blessing or a lesson yeah. and they will never be your world because they are only a speck of dust in your world. <laughs> so don't there treat them like people. Yeah. Mm-hmm, don't treat them like like your that like they are your world because the moment they will leave you, they're go- you're gonna feel you're gonna crash. You're gonna you feel, feel unworthy. Yeah. Never trust someone. Never trust someone too close. Because again, mm-hmm. betrayal betrayal is the worst kind of wound anyone can inflict because it never comes from your enemy. It comes from your loved ones or your close friends, that's true. And nothing yeah. is worse. Yeah. It's nothing is worse. Yeah. yeah. That's why I- I, I did that mistake too, like, like, uh, how do you say this? Putting everything onto her, you know? Yeah, and me too. That's what uh, I remember. My mom actually said that, like, oh, you shouldn't put everything on her, you know? You should put some to yourself too, because it's important. Uh, and that's what. I realize that, like what you said, everything should not be on her and your relationship. Life is based on the foundations that you build way back, and she's just a pillar. Even Mm -hmm. if she's out, you still have these past foundations that you had built up over the years, and you can. And you will never be feeling left out or feeling like unmotivated because you already established uh, those goals and you could you could have a faster recovery rather than putting everything on her. Once she she leaves out the door and you built that kind of foundation, you'll you'll be devastated. And you'll yeah. you'll never you'll have a hard time of recovering. You'll, you'll collapse. Yeah, you'll collapse. You'll collapse. And, that, and that's one, the one thing that I really learned. I never I all, push more than 50% mm-hmm. <laughs> of the relationship. Even if it's 50%. Like it never, should be 50-50, actually. It takes two to tango. Hmm. Oh, there oh, should yeah, be a fair like, share in everything. Yeah. 
one one man one man or woman shouldn't carry the relationship. A point mm. of a relationship is to make sure both sides benefit from you two interacting with each other. If you mm-hmm. two don't enrich each other within this relationship, then something is wrong. Mm. I also realize like, like common observation. Mm-hmm. I also realize a lot of stuff lately about me me begging him begging him to stay and he was like pushing me away already it's like han stop yourself from <laughs> no. doing that because you're pouring you're pouring everything you have you're to him but in fact his his is already a broken bottomless cup so mm. if you're gonna pour out everything to him you'll be left with nothing you're gonna be left with nothing i mean actually i was already left with nothing because i made him everything yeah. I made him my ground zero, my foundation, and when he left, it was never good. I collapsed, and I will never, I would never ever want to experience that same kind of hurt in this lifetime anymore. Uh. That's why I'm gonna be precocious and careful for my next relationships. I don't care if the guy would would find it hard, would would be challenged. Prove your worth. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with the pain. And. One thing that I realize is that, like, the reason why I I never really commit to like more than fifty percent, is because look, we're we're still in college more or less graduating, mm-hmm. and there's still more to come, rather than focusing on the relationship that you're in still in college, and that's why I think what I learned from my family and like from the source of my friends and is that if you're in college never commit to a relationship that is more than yourself mm-hmm. always, you should always put your priorities first yeah always put your your college stuff first and let everything fall out let everything like fall into place and and your goals, but that first, the relationship will just come. Yeah, in its perfect time, in God's perfect time, God has a lot in store for us. And it's and once it's His time, it, it once He give He gives it to us, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be mm-hmm. flawless because God, as busy as we are, God is also working on us on our story. We never know what what's in store for us what the future holds but yeah we just have to embrace everything that comes on our way that's it exactly i mean again no brainer but people tend to ignore common sayings saying that it never quote-unquote works yeah yeah cliches that they are just cliches they're meaningless they don't just try to try try to sink in try to think about it yeah once a a problem yeah Yeah, (laughs) once a problem comes to you don't judge yeah Yeah. like there's a reason why cliches exist maybe i don't know maybe because it works (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) it works all the time no matter how you deny it I mean, not for yeah. everyone, maybe, but it still works. That's why, like, focus on your goals first. Mm-hmm. Even yep. if it's, like, hard and stuff, and, like, you want this distraction. Uh, 
focus on your goals and try to live that goal and you won't know that the person that you will end up with is already part of that goal like it's already uh how do you say this fell into place you know yeah and e- even if it, if it's like if that person comes back throughout your life to be friends i would say it, it happens more or less often that you're gonna see that person even if it's like in a school reunion or friends getting together it's important to have a the ex that is a friend and just you know and that's why we i think i struggle with that because you know grudges is a really big hurdle in our part you get yeah. what i'm saying mm-hmm. there's also uh, life brings us a lot of lessons and for me also um this relationship has brought me lessons like never ever lower your pride to someone just for the sake that they will accept you and also do not devalue yourself just because of your shortcomings everyone has their own shortcomings we are flawed humans and we should also stop chasing the wrong people and forcing some things that shouldn't be forced in the first place and most especially never ever lose yourself while in the process of trying to save someone save yourself first before trying to lend a hand because because if you're going to lend a hand to someone when you know when you know to yourself that you're not ready you're both gonna you're not gonna you're both gonna drown you're both gonna you're just gonna harm yourself not only yourself but also the person you're trying to save <laughs> But you know, thinking about it, like all my previous exes, like there's only two. But there's only two. <laughs> there's only two. No more. Me but, too. <laughs> <laughs> but what they what they ask even after the relationship is that, like, oh, can we be friends? All that jazz. I asked <laughs> him that. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like stupid it, asking him that. I don't even want to be friends with him anymore. Oh my gosh. Like, like for me, it's like okay to be friends. You know? We were young. We didn't know what we were doing at that moment in time. And, you know, it happens. That's just life. Cliche, again. But it's true. Mm-hmm. That's just life. And we have to accept the fact that the relationship had happened. And yeah. we need to, we need to get over that, and and not holding grudges is an important way of like building your self confidence, your basically your reputation in life. Just like what Iban said, you cannot undone something that that's that already is- been done. In this life, it's not. It's not like. It's not like something you can do in a computer that you can undo mm-hmm. everything. Every mistake. 
you just have to learn to stand up, take responsibility, face the consequences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone what? has that courage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really you do. Know what? I really do. You know what? What? My my exes, even though they 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 asked me if they wanted to be friends, you know what they they did is that what? even if I like say hi hello to them, they they won't they, even notice me again. Respond. Yeah, they won't they don't respond. respond. Like oh my goodness, why did you? That's even hypocrisy. Ask that <laughs> That's already hypocrisy. Why ask someone to be friends with you in the first place? You're not gonna like. We're not even gonna respond to a simple hi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just malicious or what? Maybe they're thinking that you're gonna go back to them. You're gonna get. I think back. they're still holding the grudge there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's just say there's an old saying I heard from a great uh, idol of mine in history. Um, Julius Caesar once said, "You'd find more people willing to die." Then you are to find people willing to go through, to, to go through any, to, to go through with you through the pain, and that's literally the sad part with us in humanity. We are used on like we are so used on trying to quote unquote end things. Then we are, then we are trying to persevere to go forward. That's literally what our species has been doing for thousands of years, and you're throwing away the towel just because of that. <laughs> How petty can people get? Well, then that's just really like the gist of life. But you know, we'll we'll get over it soon. Yeah, this is just a phase. Yeah, it's a phase. Everything is just a phase, and I also uh, who who said earlier about. Um, the next page, something. Was it UJM? Like in LDR, we don't really know what's on the next page. Yeah, you said that right. Well, it's true, because not just in LDR, but in every aspect of our lives, we really never, we really don't have any idea what's on the next page, right? Until yeah. you have to turn that page. Until you poke it. <laughs> See what happens. But it of the or I wouldn't really like go into that into that realm. It's never easy. It's you know that stigma that we have. Especially mm-hmm. in like the Filipino culture. Uh LDR yeah, and Indian Indian like work. Oh, oh. Something like that. Yeah. But we could also deny the fact that there are some LDR relationships that work, right? Maybe LDR is just is it... for, not for us. Maybe it's for yeah. some people, but not for us. Yeah, again, there are people, again, not every path chosen by different people can work for you necessarily. Mm-hmm. Again, sometimes you just have to choose another. That's I mean, really what you only have to choose. Like, yeah, there's no one guarantee way to get a girlfriend. <laughs> Love isn't exactly a science, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's an it's, alchemy. I would say it's an experiment. 
I would say if it works, it works. Experiment also sounds pretty aight. But for me, to be honest, LDR is not a problem. It's not. As long you as just have to person, choose the yeah. people, <laughs> to choose the right person who you're going to be with, whether it's LDR or not. Uh, relationships right now, and realistically, in college, and I, it could work, but man, let's just focus on like our course. Let's just finish this thing. Yeah, especially your courses. It's not the oh so-so goodness. course. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, it's a no-joke course. Especially here, like, in our current situation, like, the pandemic and so. Like, yeah, you can't even do the actual... right now is not a priority. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what went that with that guy. But no. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a lot of stuff that needs to be, that needs to to be said, to be said actually that needs to be spoken. But I think it's better because there are just some words and some things that are meant to be unspoken, right? Like there, there are see, there are things in the relationship you should never like really need to share. Yeah, it, it's between with that person and that person. It's never between like this person and your friends, for example. No, because what what you experience will totally sound different from the perspective of your friends. Like mm-hmm. of other like people. You, if even though if it's like a good thing between the both of you, people will just have this like mentality. Na ah, yan, yan para sa yo. <laughs> like you know. So nega. Yeah, so, so negative. <laughs> <laughs> it's true that whatever we consider good may not be good to other people. And same for the bad ones also. Like, and re- me in the relationship during this pandemic, <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was a good thing. Long run. Hypothetically. But... Mm-hmm. Right now, just it just gets harder and harder. No matter how hard it is, still at the end of the day, we're gonna learn something from it, right? So it's yeah. not really a loss. I'm not gonna not consider this as a loss as a loss. It's a lesson, more like a lesson. Yeah, but I'm also grateful for my ex because the things that I I could have done to another person. I won't realize that until I've I've done it. You know, you get what I'm saying there. Mm-hmm. I I also wish I could say that I'm thankful, but I, but right now I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm still on the edge, hanging yeah. bitterly. <laughs> yeah, that that's why. Like every time when there's like a relationship that we have, we always need to reflect on the things we did. Like, re- like a reflection is a good way of understanding how our actions went and how we could like avoid it in the near future. Even yeah. though, it, even though we get into a relationship right after that, 
there's always a reason why we left that relationship. So the person didn't tell like feel true. But you could say in your own own space that you you've did what you could have done. And I could learn from what you've did from happening in happening to me in the future. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I think Iman would agree to this. Like, reflection is a good basis of how you could grow and develop into a person in the future. It's true. Some relationships I mean, yeah. doesn't work because it's meant to teach us a lesson so that yeah. for our next relationships will be stronger wiser and more mature mm-hmm. it's sad but there are just some relationships that doesn't last because maybe it's not meant for you it's not meant to be it's simply incompatible then again yeah not not everything lasts we'll even us will all one day end up six yeah. feet below the earth six feet below the ground warm food or whatever but nothing still, lasts yeah but still that's what makes that alone our mortality is what makes life so great it's our only chance to experience stuff as ourselves for mm-hmm. a Hindu if you believe in reincarnation there's a reason why they still believe that every individual in their opinion though reincarnated are still are still individuals because only they can experience life in the way you see it. Only your eyes, your eyes are meant for your brain to process the world around you. This is how life is. You only got one shot at it if you're a Christian or if you're a Buddhist, several shots, but you have several or infinite ways in order to approach your experience in life. That's how we should all think about it. Yes, and regardless of whatever religion you're in, life is priceless. And it's yeah, and that's the fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, take little steps or big leaps, whatever works for you. But logically, <laughs> remember that yeah. risks. logic. You have to take risks. <laughs> but then again, again, to reiterate what I said, we aren't logical beings to begin with. Yeah, humanity. As a whole, aren't logical beings. If we were logical, we would have ended all our problems ever <laughs> since the Stone Age. But nope, we end up making problems. <laughs> the best way to live through our problems? Yeah. Solve it. True. True. <laughs> Words to that, my man. But, Hands yeah. up. Life, life is short. It's true. It, it even for me like I thought today was like Friday, but in actuality it's coming near to a Sunday. So you have you have to ground yourself in reality first, and a goal that make life as it is right now for you, and make sure that what you did. And be a benefit person that you have shared it from. 
you know, even if it's like your friends, even if it's like your classmates or your family, make sure that what you leave behind is a way that they could benefit from not having those mistakes redone again, not repeating itself. No. Because life is just like a really big circle and it goes round and round. And if you don't clear with those mistakes, make sure if you didn't re, uh, from that mistakes, it could just make you round in circles, man. It's never easy if you have that kind of mentality. Agreed. Amen to that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. I mean, like, like, yeah, like, yeah. Seriously, the world, the the world, the 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 planet rotates around the sun, which causes 365 days a year for us. And the and you're telling me, out of those 365 days, you've been sitting in your butt doing nothing, doing nothing productive <laughs> for yourself or your family, bruh. It's your fault if you if you have a life given to you, and you don't do anything with it. Like, it's so sad that. A lot of us uh, unconsciously promote being uh, lazy, or at least uh, to the point of literally doing nothing, not being helpful at least. I mean, there's a difference between wanting to relax on your chair, eating chips, watching TV, and literally just being an absolute slob, not even helping yourself, your mom, or your dad, or your friends on anything, literally just being a burden. Do you really want to spend your precious moments on Earth doing that? <laughs> I hope he hears this. <laughs> it would slap him in the face. Yeah, like, yeah, there's no problem to sit back and relax. That's literally human nature. It's part of our uh, method of survival. But again, if you just sit around and do nothing, you'll literally get no problem solved. And might even cause more problems to begin with. It's true. If you want, if you want to make a difference, you have to start it with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and cheating is never an answer. <laughs> cheating is never an option in the first place. Right. It should never be an option. Why does even and... cheating exist? <laughs> oh my gosh. And with that, we could end the episode. And with that, do you have any socials that you could share, everyone? Um, or do you have any shout-outs? No, I don't think I have to mention some names here. This is, like, for almost everyone, I mean. Hmm. Um, socials... Social? I, can, I can have my Instagram. I can sure. give you my Instagram. Alright. What's your Instagram? Can you spell it, it, uh, spell it out for everyone? Um, it's Heina, spelled as H-E-Y-Y underscore N-A-A-H. Okay. And with that, see you on the next episode, guys. Hit that subscribe button and like and share that notification bell as well to get all the notifications that he will give out to you 
And, and until next time. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you guys. Yeah. To another podcast. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. And that's a wrap. Good one.